From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we talk about the challenges you face with your communication when words are not crystal clear, and we'll share seven words that will help you clear up the confusion. And I want you to think about this quote from Marie Forleo as we start today's show. It says, clarity comes from action, not thought, which is, those are, those are some powerful on. words because so often we get wrapped up in our thoughts trying to discover clarity and it's really the actions. And you know, as we start today's show, we start each and every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug and a hug's an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, someone who's had transformation, who's seen change um, since they've been listening to the show. And this week's hug is sponsored by Beachbody On Demand. Beachbody On Demand is an online fitness streaming service that gives you unlimited access to a wide variety of highly effective world-class workouts, all personalized to meet your needs. And to be really honest, I love the fact that this is on demand. I can mm-hmm. do it from wherever I am, whether I've got my tablet, my phone, we've got the laptops, we're traveling, wherever we are, it's so convenient and so easy. And they have an extensive nutritional content. So all wrapped up into this, it's not just the workouts, it's the nutritional content designed to help you meet your health and fitness goals. It's the total package to help you become your total package this year. You have so many familiar brands. Yeah, you know, P90X, we've all seen it, heard it, I've done it, and P90X2 and 3 Insanity. Um, gosh, there's so many that we have done and used over the years in our own fitness journey. Go check it out. Go check them all out. Yeah, it's everything from yoga to cardio to, you know, weights and, and everything in between. And you absolutely need to give Beachbody On Demand a try. And right now, these guys have given a special offer for the one family. Our listeners can get a free trial membership when you text O-N-E to 303030. You're going to get full access to the entire platform for free, all the workouts and nutrition information. Just text O-N-E to 303030. Now, it's been a little while since we've read a hug like the one I'm about to read because mm-hmm. this is a we did it. We love we did it. So we did it to those of you who go out there and take on a sex challenge, be it a seven-day some of you have done 14, 30. We have a, a, a couple of folks that have just emailed us recently that are going on a 60 days of sex challenge. Mm-hmm. So when you complete a challenge like this, send your, us your email. You can send it to hugs at com. Put in the subject line, we did it. And that's what this is. Absolutely. And so this couple said, we did it. We just finished our very first seven-day sex challenge. Right on. I love that they claim that it's their very first, which means that they are planning on doing this again. And she goes on to say, we actually did eight days because we got excited the day before we were set to start. So we overachieved. So it's an eight-day challenge. It's an eight-day challenge. It was definitely a challenge. We pushed each other to try new locations and positions and not fall back on our usual thing. Right on. We shared a lot of laughs and we feel like we're closer emotionally and more comfortable sexually than how we felt a week ago. Planning to do another one in the fall. Thanks for all you do at OEM. Love listening to you. And I tell my married friends about you all the time. 
Hopefully I inspired them to do their own seven day sex challenge. Right on. Love it. And thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thank you. And for all of you, those of you who are here today, new listeners, welcome to the one family. We're honored and blessed to have you. Absolutely. And as Tony said at the top of the show, you know, we're talking about the challenges that you face when in your communication, when your words are not crystal clear. And I want you to think about these words, just as you know, whether you're driving in the car, or you're, you know, doing laundry around the house. Think about these words, love, respect, cherish, value, sex, appreciated, intimacy, date night, wanted, help out, budget, initiate, desired. These are all words that Tony and I have used in the last eight years on this show. Yeah. On the show with each other. With each other. You find them in all the marriage books, Mm -hmm. right? They come up in conversations with your friends. I mean, you hear things like, you know, women need love, men need respect, or couples should go on date nights. I mean, if you've listened to this show for any time in the last eight years, you've heard us mention that you know, you probably can't go five or six shows without hearing us mention it. If, if even that much, mm-hmm. the word I like the most is intimacy. Cause I ha- I hear this one all the time in what does that mean? What, what does intimacy mean? Are we talking about sex? Are we talking about financial intimacy? Are we talking about, you know, spiritual intimacy? What do we, what do we talk about? You know? So that's a, that's a word that I think sort of, it, it's not crystal clear. It's not crystal clear. I'll have coaching conversations where one of the spouses will say, I just want to feel appreciated. Or I wish he or she would help out around the house. Or why don't you desire me? And and the challenge, like we started seeing this in in our conversation uh, and in a lot of coaching conversations. And the fact is that list of words, all of those words mean one thing to you Mm -hmm. and one thing to your spouse. So that's where the confusion comes in. And when when there's these two definitions that you all are carrying in your heads, but aren't necessarily coming out of your mouths, we find ourselves in a cycle that gets really, really challenging for marriages because that cycle is, you you start with confusion. You know, like Tony said, intimacy gets brought up. Okay, well, I'm thinking one thing, he's thinking another. So we have this confusion. That confusion leads to conflict because let's say we're talking about sexual intimacy and I'm thinking, well, you know what? I'm good having sex once a month. That's not the intimacy lifestyle, by the way. Uh, We're just using it as an example. I'm fine having sexual intimacy once a month. Tony wants it five times a week. There's conflict there. Yes, there would be. There's conflict. And out of that conflict comes disconnection, right? So you've got confusion, you've got conflict, and then you've got a disconnect. And that's a problem because we are, we're expecting our spouses to know what's going on. And, and what's happening here is that we're creating the cycle because of two very, very big problems. Right. The first one is that we assume, guys, I don't care how long you've been married. We assume after any given point in time that the person that we're married to either knows us so intimately that they should be able to read our mind or in some cases that they think just like us. Mm-hmm. And as we've said many a times before, your spouse doesn't have ESP. Mm-mm. Doesn't matter if you've been married, you know, eons and then some, it, your, your spouse doesn't know where you're at every single moment of the day, just like you don't know where they're at, you know, where they may be mentally, physically, things may be happening that they haven't shared with you just yet. And so their emotional state may not be where you think it should be. I I know some of you are driving in your car, listening at the office right now, and you're kind of just chuckling because you've had those moments 
where you're like, I don't understand why he doesn't, why did, like we've been together for 20 years. Why is this a surprise? And some of you are like, yeah, that's my wife. Mm-hmm. Like she gets frustrated. She expects me to know everything. Right. And we shared this on a show a few weeks ago that, that you change over time, right? Tony and I did the 19 questions on our 20th wedding anniversary and the answers were vastly different than the first time that we did the 19 questions to amazing sex. Why? Because we change and you can't make these assumptions. The, the second problem is that we're super busy people. I, I, we get so many emails into the one family and almost every single one of them talks about time right? You're so busy that the, that's also contributing to the disconnect, mm-hmm. right? Like you're so busy. You're like, I just, you, know, you you might yell to your spouse. I just wish you would help out around here. And then you go like swirling like the Tasmanian devil doing 25 other things because it's just got to get done and you're busy. And, and your husband's like, I, 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 what? What? Like, what? <laughs> you're, you're like a whirling dervish. And he's like, I, I am helping out. Right. Because there's no there's no understanding that the assumptions and the busyness are what's actually creating a recipe for disaster Mm. in your marriage. Right. And I got to share, you know, we've had these conversations, you know, Tony brought up intimacy and that is probably actually what started the one extraordinary marriage show. The challenge over this one word in our marriage, because I can tell you the first 11 years, there were two different definitions going on. Yes, there were. What would you say your definition was? Of intimacy? Mm-hmm. Sex. Purely sex. Mm-hmm. Purely yeah, sex. Yeah. Purely purely a physical act that we would have together. And so for some of you that have gone back and listened to episode one, which is 60 Days of Sex, you'll hear Tony reveal in there that he learned something very, very valuable about my definition of intimacy when we were doing the 60 days of sex challenge. Mm-hmm. And that and that's, was, that's the emotional intimacy. That's that connection of conversation, of talking, of you being able to share what's going on in your own life. Absolutely. Because here's the thing, guys, we're operating out of these places where we've got our own assumptions. We've got our own busyness. We're doing this. And interestingly enough, this may come as a shock to some of you. So does your spouse. Yes. Right. Your spouse has made their own assumptions. And your spouse has got their own obligations and responsibilities. And, and I, I want to share a couple of... I just want to share one word, though. Elisa shared her word, intimacy. And, and the word for me, and we, we did a show on this, and, and I'll link up to this. It's called Flames Burning Bright. It's oh. on the word of love. Yeah. In, in, our, in, in, in our society today, love is used for so many things. And you'll hear it in the show. But I bring up the, the, the place of, I love ice cream, and then I turn around and I love you. And it can get a little weird in what that word love should mean. In the Bible, there's actually three definitions of love. Mm-hmm. And so I'll link up to this. This is episode 112. It's, it was done many years ago. But it's still right on, especially when we're trying to be crystal clear in our conversation about specific words with our spouse and what they mean to you and your spouse. So I just want to give you a couple examples actually from coaching sessions that I've had of how these words play out and where the confusion and the conflict and disconnect. Remember I was talking about that cycle at the top of the show, confusion, uh, that confusion or conflict. Why did I totally confusion, conflict, disconnect. It was the two C's that were throwing me. Thank you, honey. Um, the first one is a wife tells me she wants to feel appreciated by her husband. I can't tell you how many conversations have actually started like that. And he looks at her in the coaching session. He's like, honey, of course I, I appreciate you. Do I ever complain? 
And she looks at me and says, well, no, he doesn't complain, but he doesn't ever recognize the little things that I do. It feels like he just takes me for granted. Mm. So his definition of appreciation is, well, I'm not complaining. Her definition of appreciation is say something to me. Let me know that you, you know, noticed that your socks were put away. Let me know that you're, you know, I made dinner tonight or I got the kids to four different places today or whatever it is. Or I've had, you know, in this case, a husband who says, you know, my wife says she wants me to help out around the house. He's like, I take out the garbage. I play with the kids. I make sure the bills are paid and she's still not happy. What does she want from me? Right, because she, she's using the word help out. He's thinking, I'm doing all of this stuff. And, and what I actually answered to him is I'm like, well, you know what? That's an excellent question. But only your wife has the answer. Right, and that's how it is for any of these words. There's one person that has the answer because like Tony said, your spouse does not have ESP. And I want to say this one because we did do a show on that, which I think is just fantastic. It, it really just goes hand in hand. The, the shows that we're sharing here just really go hand in hand. And if you listen to them in the past, I would listen to them again. So this show is, is uh, episode 319. It's called ESP. And again, I will make sure to share that here in the show notes because I, I really think the ESP and the crystal clear are like, I don't know, salt and pepper. I mean, they go together. Yeah, they, they go together. <laughs> I'm like, sound pepper. <laughs> Not- seasoning? They actually are seasoning. Because if you, can, if you can bring these two concepts into your marriage, the understanding that your spouse does not have ESP and the decision to bring clarity to your marriage, it's like Marie, uh, that quote I read from Marie For- Forleo. It's not about the thought. It's about the action. And, and, you know, as you're in this place of being super busy and you're not defining these words for your spouse you're going to be in that cycle mm-hmm. of confusion and conflict and disconnect. And if you're hearing these words, right, if you're on the receiving end, let's say of you don't appreciate me or you don't help out or sex or intimacy and you're like going, why do we have so much conflict around this? Well, it, it could be because you're not asking your spouse for clarity, right? So you both are getting frustrated. And, and the fact is that in our marriages, in yours and in mine, we can't be so busy that we don't make time to understand what these words mean in our marriage. And here's the thing. It's going. It's not going to happen, boom. Like, hey, we said sex, and this is what sex means, and it, it's all-encompassing. It, it's going to ebb and flow. So relax, folks, a little bit, Okay. Just because you, you've said it right now doesn't mean it's always going to be this from now until forever. It changes. It starts to, it, you got to have these conversations. This is why we talk about going on your coffee break. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to be discussing these things weekly, monthly, quarterly. It, it, it ebbs, it flows. What does it mean now? Because our kids are younger and now they're, they're starting to get older. What does that look like? Chores change when kids are young and there's junk everywhere, all their stuff everywhere. It changes when they become teenagers and they can pick it up themselves. You, you know, those things begin to change. So if, you, if you're interested in picking up the coffee break, you can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coffee break. And that will at least give you a guideline weekly where you can begin to talk and get crystal clear on these words. I'm just laughing because it doesn't matter whether you have toddlers or teenagers. There's still just junk everywhere. There is. But the, but the, but the perception is that instead of me having to pick up their stuff because they don't know where to go, they're, Mm -hmm. they're young. They, they don't understand that to a place of 
Now it's their responsibility to pick it up. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just laughing. I know you. I know you. Yeah, we have, we have parents of toddlers that are listening. They're like, someday there won't be stuff all over the place. And just as a side note, they become teenagers. There's still stuff on the. There's still stuff, but I'm just saying it's not. It it changes. Yeah, and and that's a huge point. Your marriage is fluid, right? Where you were on the day you started dating your spouse, and what your opinions were on any of the words that we listed at the top of the show, or other words that have come up in your marriage is going to change in different seasons in your marriage. And you've got to be able to, you've got to equip yourself with a strategy to be able to handle that change, to be able to break through the confusion. And so we want to share, like Tony said at the top, we're going to give you seven words, seven words that are going to radically change your marriage. But before we do there, don't forget to get your free trial to beach your free trial membership to Beachbody On Demand when you text O-N-E to 303030. You're going to get in full access to the entire platform for free. All the workouts, all the nutrition information, all their different personalities. Just text O-N-E to 303030. And so what are those seven words? Right? What seven words can help clear up that entire list? I think we had 12 words on that list. And I know some of you are like, yeah, Tony and Lisa, those aren't the words that we're struggling with. But we've got this other word. Mm-hmm. Seven little words. When something comes up in conversation, you're going to look to your spouse and calmly, tone of voice does matter here, folks. Sure does. What does that word mean to you? It, it, it's that simple. And then shut your mouth mm-hmm. and listen. Ooh. That's it. Just, oh, okay. Because if you don't understand where they're coming from, Right. Mm-hmm. If, if you guys are sitting down in your coffee break and, and, and you're talking together and, and she says a word, guys, what does that word mean to you? And, and let her share that. Because those seven words and all of, if you're one of my coaching clients, I know you've heard this because I will use that phrase all the time in coaching sessions because I have couples that will use the word intimacy. And for some of them, it means sex. And for some of them, it means, you know, conversation. I'll have couples that say, help out. And she's expecting him to come home and, and look like the whirling dervish going through the house. And he's thinking, I'm going to pay the bills. Right? Or date night. Can we talk about date night for a second? Let's do it. Right? For some people, date night in their head, not necessarily coming out of their mouth, in their head is, you know, sweep me off to a fabulous five-star restaurant. I want, you know, the maitre d' to pull out my chair. I want all of this. For others, it's can we grab takeout after the babies go to bed and sit on the living room floor and just have a picnic? Mm -hmm. Date night. But if you don't have the conversation, then when she says date night and you're like, yeah, I planned it. And she's like, yeah, that's not what I wanted. When do we ever go on a date night? And he's like, we just had date night. Or, you know, he's like, when are we going to have sex? And she's like, look, we had sex last week. And he's thinking, no, no, no. Sex happens more frequently than just once. Right. So we get into this place of we got to break the cycle because those seven words Mm -hmm. are going to clear up the confusion. They're going to clear up the miscommunication. Right. They're going to reduce frustration and resentment in your marriage. And if you've been in this cycle of confusion, conflict and disconnect, you need those seven words. You need to start bringing them into your marriage because like Tony said, you need to ask the question and then no joke, you need to stop talking. Stop talking. Don't talk over your spouse when they're trying to give you an answer. Don't talk over or interrupt them if their answer is different than yours. 
or what your perception is of what that you think they should be telling you. And now you're hearing it truthfully and honestly from them. That That's the worst thing you guys can do. D- don't put your own perception of what you think that word is upon your spouse, mm-hmm. because you truly, the, the hardest thing to do, honestly, in a relationship is listen and is really listening and not trying to listen to come up with and formulate an answer before you actually even listen to what your spouse is telling you. And I've done, I've done it. I've been there and I understand it. It's truly when you just sit there and just go, what does that word mean to you? Mm-hmm. And just like, honestly, like blank out your brain, just let, let everything out and, and just listen. Don't try to formulate an answer for your spouse before they've even said a word. Yeah. Because we all do it mm-hmm. and then we yeah. do it and then, and then they feel shut down. Right. Cause if you're like, well, no, that's not what it means. Well, you just asked me, I'm going to give you an answer. Right. And, and here's how you're going to work this into your week. Cause this year is all about hashtag. What can I do? Right. So the first thing that you have to do is you have to identify a few of those words that have become stumbling blocks in your own marriage. You've probably already thought them as you've been listening to the show. You're like, that one doesn't feel so good. Or right. I don't know what he means about that. Or I don't know what she means when she says this. I, I don't care if you write a list of two words or a list of 20 words. You're then going to ask your spouse for 10 or 15 minutes this week. And here's why. Because there's another little phrase that hangs out there that is like the master of confusion. And it's the one that says, can we talk? Mm -hmm. All kinds of bells and whistles go off and people are like all freaked out. The reality is, is, hey, do you have 10 or 15 minutes to talk about just a couple of words that we use in our marriage? And and again, I would say get on your weekly weekly coffee break and you don't have to go. Can we talk? Or it's, it's on the calendar. We're already doing it this week. We're going to just pick out two words this week. We're going to pick out what, what love means to you and to me and what respect means to you and to me. And let's, let's write those down. So we just understand it. Mm -hmm. So when you're in your coffee break or you've set this time to do it and you ask the question. So if you're the one asking the question, like we said, you're going to zip your lip, you're going to answer, or you're going to wait for your spouse to answer. If you are on the receiving end of what does that word mean to you, you also have a responsibility here, right? You have a responsibility to tell your spouse what that word means to you. And this isn't the time, I'm sorry, to use this answer. I don't know. Or my second favorite, you should know that. Or yes, either of those. This is not the time to use it. This is the time to become crystal clear. Allow your spouse, even for yourself to say these words mm-hmm. and, and, and speak it so you even hear it, so you understand what the word love means to you. And, and you may have to say, you know what? I need, I need a minute or two to think about that. Okay, uh, like take some time. Don't just fly off. Because what we're trying to do is, this is building out your marriage toolbox. Mm-hmm. What the word love means to Tony and what the word love means to me may not be what the word love means to you or how you want to see that demonstrated is different. You're, you're giving your spouse and giving them an answer and not saying, I don't know, and giving them the answer. You're allowing them to actually be able to love you, to be able to treat you, to be able to act in a way that actually meets your needs. If you say, I don't know, and then you get frustrated when you're like, well, you're not loving me the way I want to be loved. You didn't give them anything. Mm-hmm. And if you use the other one, so Tony said, I don't know. My, like I said, my other one is you should know that. Please stop using that phrase with your spouses. If they knew, it wouldn't be a source of conflict. Or confusion. 
<laughs> or miscommunication. Or miscommunication. It, it, we, we don't. Again, this is where that ESP comes in. We, we think because we've been together for so long that our spouse is supposed to still know us. Yes. Are there nuances to a marriage that you do get into that you do know certain areas? Sure thing. I mean, Elise and I know how we like to, to get into our bed and cuddle and, and, and how we, that movement happens. Yes, we get that. But the words that we're using sometimes begin to change over time. And, and I don't know them all. And so being able to ask these questions and answer them too, again, allows for that clarity, begins to resolve conflict. Mm-hmm. That's the key, right? I don't want to live in a state and in a place in my marriage where there is constant conflict and frustration when we're butting heads. That's not fun. I find more joy in a place where we are on the same place and we're asking and answering these questions. So that way, in my mind, is that when we're in bed and we are about to make love, it's it's great. Because there is no conflict. There is no friction. Elisa just isn't sitting there just going, can you please make it quick? Because I've been able to fill up her love tank by listening to her and doing the things when she's saying those words to me that match up for her. Mm-hmm. It's We need to get to a place in our marriages where we use the tools that we have to actually create an extraordinary relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. If you find that you're in this cycle of conflict, of confusion and conflict and disconnect, then why wouldn't you bring this tool into your marriage? Because what if you start asking your spouse again, tone of voice does matter. What does that word mean to you? I really want to know because I, and you can even explain it. I feel like this is conflict. And yes, is this going to make you more vulnerable to your spouse? Sure is. It absolutely is. But here's the thing. Extraordinary relationships come out of being vulnerable with one another. They come out of being truthful with one another. They come out of saying, you know what? I trust you so much that I'm going to tell you exactly how I want to be loved. I'm going to tell you exactly what date night means to me. I'm going to tell you exactly what it means when I say I want to be cherished or I want you to desire me. Here's what that looks like. I want you to every once in a while just say, I'd love to get you naked right now. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough because you're going to be opening up yourself to a whole new ball game here. And vulnerability is a is a tough place to be it's but when we're in that place together that's when the sparks really begin to fly because when we're open honest and truthful with each other we begin to learn what what we each desire and which we each like and then through that the bonding mm-hmm. right that all begins to come together and and I will tell you people look at me all the time and ask you know is all you talk you guys talk about is sex you know what the reason I talk about it because it's the one thing that we have as a married couple that allows us to bond so closely so together it, it it's magical it's beautiful what god created there and yet when we are holding back what we truly are meaning when we say these words that disconnect can happen. Mm. And I don't want that for you guys. I don't want it for myself and for Elisa. So how do we break through that? And it's by saying, what does that word mean to you? And it may be just mean you guys are doing a walk and talk or it's just a normal conversation. And there's a word date night comes up and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What does that mean to you? Because the last couple of times haven't really worked out. So can you just clarify that for me? So I understand. The thing is, is when they say that, you also need to do that. 
So it, it sort of comes full circle here. Your spouse is telling you what the date night looks like. The next date night, you in the, those coming after, you better you know make sure you add those pieces in. Mm-hmm. Because if he tells you he wants a date night that you know allows him to go out and, and go watch an outdoor movie or whatever it may be, and then you, you 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 totally turn it around and it's not that, well, that means you weren't listening. Right. It's it's making a decision that you're going to be proactive in your marriage this week, that you're going to take a step to eliminate a factor of confusion. Because I will tell you, Tony and I had this conversation just the other night when he's like, you know, we've spent a lot of time together this week and we'd actually done about 10 miles walking together. And he's like, we've been talking about a lot of different things. He goes, and I love, I love that our conversation just flowed. Mm -hmm. Right. Why? Because we ask these questions. Because we, we make this investment and that's why we're equipping you this week with this tool. So what can I do this week? You can ask your spouse, what does that word mean to you? Yep. And when you do it, you're going to become crystal clear. You're, you're going to know. And hey, for those of you who have a journal or something, you may need to write it down. You know, just jot it down. Hey, this is what, this is what love means to my wife right now. You know, February 2018, March 2018, whatever, whatever day, whatever year it might be, but at least you have it and you understand it. Mm -hmm. Let's get crystal clear in our conversation because when our emotional intimacy is on par, everything else just flows. The sexual intimacy, the financial intimacy, the spiritual intimacy, it all comes together. So make it happen this week. Mm -hmm. Take some time, pick a word, two words that maybe is causing a little confusion in your marriage. And let's get crystal clear on those. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week. And as always, you can send us your hugs at hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. We love reading them and we can't wait to read them here on the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Love you guys. Take care. Have a great week. 